welcome internet to some other podcast episode 15 yeah wow that's a big number uh we're recording this on june 18th 2009 and i am without leah and crying in the corner it makes me sad so in her place i had to find boys <sighs> so with me is first of all a good friend of mine um which is a little terrifying because we all know how i am uh so hi dan what's going on yar yes what is up <laughs> let's get something out of the way what are you drinking right up front i'm drinking a beer the size of somebody's head it is delicious it's uh so it's it's your victory wild devil so we took your normal hop devil with the hops and then we threw in some weird uh german malts and shit and it got funky i like it funky time funky there's a town. lot of it yeah i i think this is going to be a good show and joining us from canada land is evan hi evan Hello. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, it was a Seinfeld moment. Canada land. Canada's pretty big. There's more than just one land up here. I know. You guys have multiple Canada lands. I just exactly. like referring to the whole thing. It's kind of like like where I think the Tooth Fairy goes. You don't really know where the Tooth Fairy goes. So you just imagine it as this mystical oh, land. That's man. Canada. You would not believe how many teeth are under my pillow right now. She, <laughs> she makes deliveries sometimes. <laughs> it's kind of gross, actually. <laughs> have you been abducting small children and just... No, you know what? We're not going there. That's what we do for fun up here. It's going to, you know, the oh. Olympics are here next year. So what do you think one of the major events is? You're just going to steal people and pull out their teeth? No, it's how many teeth you can pull out with one yank, basically. Yeah, that's what hockey's all about, right? The Germans are really good at it. <laughs> so are the Russians. You should watch yeah. out for them. Those are some scary guys. So <laughs> both Dan and Evan have been writing things over at SomeOtherCastle.com, and I was without Leah and still needed to do a podcast. And I'm like, well, let's invite boys. These boys are fun. Let's do this. So what we're going to do is we'll talk about some games that we're playing. We'll talk about the news, and uh, we're going to leave listener mail till next week because Leah will kill me if I do it without her. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> she just make up listener mail questions at the end and answer them ourselves. I think you should do that when you're already drunk, Dan. That'll be a good time. It, it may happen anyway. I'm not going to lie. Just Listen, leave this thing rolling for a while. Listener mail from me. Are you wearing pants? Yes or no? <laughs> Don't wow. answer that now. Do you really want to answer that question? No, I'm a little afraid. Please don't say. Um, okay. Since you're already talking, The answer is going to come out in about half an hour, whether you want it or not. <laughs> that is also what she said, and this is going to get out of hand in a hurry. <laughs> oh. So, Dan, Vigi games. are you playing any? Vigi games. I Vigi do games. play some sometimes, every now and again. But since it's summer, I'm in my playing the stack of 40 Vigi games that I haven't played since I bought them routine. Yeah, me too. Which is all kinds of fun. So at the moment, I've got, uh, I've got Uncharted, the original, out, and I'm playing through that on PS3 so I can lend it to uh, another buddy of mine when he comes to visit to go to the beach in a week or so. So I'm, uh, I'm running my way through that. Been having a good time with it. Didn't, uh, I played the first couple chapters when it came out, but then got distracted because it was like November or something and games came out every three hours. Uh, True story. It was True sad. Story. Um, so I'm playing back through it now. I think I'm up to like chapter 10 or so, which I think puts me a little over a third of the way, but not quite half of the way through ish. It feels starts... about right? Oh, I can't remember. What, whereabouts are you in the game? Yeah. Where, what point are you at? I am. Let's see. Uh, there was a jungle and then there was a U-boat and then there was another jungle and then there was a temple or a fortress type thing. But not a tomb. Let's be clear. 
Okay, yeah. If you only saw the you went a little while ago, yeah, you're probably still in the first third of the game. You're still in the part where it's not retarded. Like the last third of the game, it gets a little retarded. Okay. No, we haven't gotten to Crazy Town yet. I've heard that there's Crazy Town, but we haven't made it there yet. Like it's still, <laughs> still kind of on track. It's we were not in like the back half of Indigo Prophecy yet, where things just went oh, off. God. Right, went all horribly wrong. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I don't know about Heavy Rain. They, they need a lot of years still. It scares me and confuses me. We're not... Mm, mm. But it excites me a little, I'm not going to lie. So I'm playing that, and then uh, my my DS game of the moment for uh, conference calls and other equally boring things is Final Fantasy III. That's good times, I've heard. I played four, which was very good. Nine. So four is solid. Three is one of the ones that never came out in the States until they started doing re-releases later. So, so you've got um, the souped-up DS version. Yeah, well, yeah, the real, like... NES or Famicom version, we never got here. It was 2, yeah, 3, and 5 that we never got because the Japanese hate us. So um, I'm playing through that. That's a good time. It's, um, it's, so I, I started a little while ago playing through the Final Fantasy games again. Like I had a, DS, or a, a GBA cart that had 1 and 2 on it combined. So I played through both of those. And 3 is a lot like the normal Final Fantasy games that you think of. Just um, older and a little blockier looking, but you know it's you got your Sid, you got your Chocobos, you got your turn-based battles, you got your spells. You know, it's you got a story about crystals. So basically, you consider seven to be your vanilla generic Final Fantasy. Is the impression I'm getting? Well, seven is I think what is most typical of some of like the, the traditional hallmarks of the series. You know, yeah. so, especially for the big, early big games. hair, big swords. Saving big girlfriends, big swords, pants with zippers, mm. really, really long. protagonists. Yeah, chocobos. Yeah, we're good. That that covers all the bases. Right. <laughs> yeah, and uh, let's see what else have I been playing. I recently finished every possible achievement in Plants vs Zombies because oh, wow. it consumed my life for about a week and a half. Oh yeah, every mini game, every puzzle, all of it. That was totally my bad. Oh. That's all your fault, by the way. And, that was uh, my bad. Ten dollars. I do owe you ten. No, I don't. You got your ten dollars out of that shit, didn't you? I See? got about thirty dollars out right? of that shit. I'm just saying, like, I, well, I, I think it's, I, it's weird to me because I remember when that game came out a couple months ago. For like a day, it was twenty dollars, and then all of a sudden it turned into ten dollars. And I don't like, I don't know. Like, it's a, I, it definitely wasn't worth twenty dollars to me. And now that it's ten, I've kind of been on the fence. But I feel like, well, if it's ten, maybe I'll wait until it's five. Do, do you guys know what, what's going on there? Uh, it's ten on Steam. It's 20 if you buy it from PopCap. It's much the same situation that Peggle is in, where if you buy it on Steam, you're given favor, and it's $10, which is why I bought it, because I've heard it's not a $20 game. It's a $10 game, and it's easily a $10 game. Like, it's... Yes. I think the real problem is it's, like, a $15 game, probably in reality. Like, in terms of of value, it's probably a $15 game. So 20 is too much, but 10 on Steam Mm -hmm. is just enough that you look at it and go... Yeah, and there's you know there's a lot of of gameplay in there. If you do the puzzles and the mini games and the survival modes and stuff, there's a lot in there. I was not sold until I played the demo. Like I was like, ugh, I've done tower defense. I'm over it. But there's something very endearing about the way that this game does tower defense. Like it's it's hilarious and cute, and it's easy enough that I don't get overwhelmed with it as well, which is well, important. What's, what's funny that I specifically didn't end up buying it because of the demo. Because I was sort of assuming that the full game was going to be pretty much the demo, but just more of it. And I was kind of like, well, this is a really cute game, but I feel like I got all the enjoyment I'm ever going to get out of it from the demo. 
but but I'm hearing now that there's sort of way more modes and there's more stuff going on. So now I'm kind of thinking, oh, maybe I should be getting it. I don't know. Oh, God, I'm going to ruin your life, too. You should. There's lots of modes. Like, the adventure mode is what, Dan? Like, 50 levels long totally? Total? I think it's 50 all told. I think there's five worlds with 10 levels of pop or something. Yeah, and then you have, like, the mini games and the puzzle games, which are fun. Like, there's there's easily, like, hours and hours and hours of content there. Like, it's worth 10 bucks. I totally didn't realize that. They should have made that more clear in the demo. Like, maybe put in a couple mini games so people sort of realize. Yeah, I agree with you, because it's tough. Like, in the demo, you're like, okay, I'm sold on adventure mode. This is fun. But you don't know until you get into the meat of the full game, like, exactly... How much other shit is in there? It's a lot. I'm just like, oh. It's definitely worth it. Go get it. Do it. Do it. Do I'll it now. It yeah, Dan, are you also playing Peggle on your iPhone? Did I also ruin your life with that? Well, you kind of ruined my life, but really, the fact that I had a long plane flight ahead of me and had Wi-Fi in the airport ruined that for me. Uh, <laughs> that was kind of where that went, and. Pego on my iPhone is, is wonderful and is fantastic for if I actually have to go somewhere and kill 15 minutes in a waiting room or something. It makes me look like I'm responding to emails on my iPod Touch when I'm really not. Like, I'm sitting there looking very, like, focused because, you know, it's Peggle and I want to do well because I love Peggle. But I'm not focusing at all. I'm really just playing Peggle. I'm not writing email. Psh, that's for suckers. It's like, forget it. See, you're still pretending to be responsible. That's that's really a shame. I think you need to get away from that. <laughs> it's totally beyond you at this point. You just sit in conference calls like, hey, I'll fuck off for a minute. I have another level of peggle. I'll be right with you. <laughs> it's like, nice. Is there anything else on your list for the last week? For the last week? Nah. That's about it for the last week. Not too shabby. Evan, what about you? Good stuff, well, bad stuff? Well, I'll be honest. I, I've spent the last, like, two weeks pretty much playing or playing pretty much watching lost and catching up from like season one to season five in like a week. Jesus. So dude. that's where most of my, well, to be fair, my wife was out of town uh. for a bit and I got kind of hooked and you know, there's some bad times, but man, that show is really good. Just, just to, to tell everyone, if you're not watching it, it's, it's very good. So with that said though, I have managed to sort of play a few things like today, I, I picked up Magic uh, for Xbox Live, put in about an hour, which is pretty fun. It's definitely worth the 800 points. Like, uh, if you think about all the costs and the decks that are in the game and think about how much that would cost to just buy, you're, there's a big savings there. And also, do you really want to be out in the real world playing with Magic cards? No. Not. No, I don't. No. Yeah. Like, look, I played Magic in, in, in middle school and early in high school, and I remember those kids. And I loved those kids, but I can't do it now. I yeah. just yeah, no. no. It'd be horrible. But but for anonymous online playing, pretty fun. Totally great. Mute the mic. Don't talk to anyone. It's a good time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of neat. And then what else? I've been playing. I tried out the uh, Uncharted Two demo for a bit. The multiplayer demo. Uh, the deathmatch. Eh. It's so I would say this about it. It's super polished, but mm-hmm. it doesn't really seem to bring anything new to the table. Like the deathmatch mode, kind of boring. Interesting ideas. It's a nice little bonus if you're already buying the game. The co-op mode in the demo was what I thought was much more interesting and fun, but it only lasts for like maybe 15, 20 minutes, and you really don't get a good feel for the game. Yeah, it's um, really difficult to get an idea of what co-op is really going to be in a shipped yeah. product because it's so short. Like, I'm having the same problem with it. I'm like, I can't, I just can't get my, my mind around what this is going to feel like for two hours, you know. Basically, with Uncharted 1, uh, I traded my friend a game for it, 
and really, if I hadn't done that, I would have just rented it. And so far, I don't know if I have a reason necessary to buy Uncharted 2 instead of renting it or, or something along those lines. Like, this isn't really pushing me into the buying phase as much mm-hmm. as I'm sure my dog was hoping. Like, again, multiplayer's fun, but I always tend to have more fun playing multiplayer games on the on the Xbox for whatever reason. And I don't know. It's okay. I agree. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like one of those games where I'm like, you didn't have to do this. You don't have to do this. Yeah. Like, it doesn't need to have multiplayer. Like, I was completely fine with the Uncharted 1 package without it. Like, it was, it was yeah, cool. Yeah, me too. I, I thought it was really good. Again, really solid rental. And there's nothing wrong with really solid rentals. Like, They're just right these days for me. I'm old. I like short yeah, games. Exactly. Like, it's just exactly. Right. <laughs> these know. new, like, five to six hour games that people are complaining about, forget it. That's it's perfect for me. Great. It means I can actually beat it. Yeah, I can see the end of a story without going, God damn it, throwing my controller and walking out. Rent it for 10 bucks and then return it, and I'm fine. I don't want to be spending $70 on a game I'm never going to finish. So, so true. So very true. So what what else? I tried the uh, America's Army 3 for PC. It came out yesterday. Is that as terrible as I'm reading that it is? Wow, it has a lot of problems. (laughs) I didn't even get to the multiplayer section. So you have to do these training modes um, to unlock, like, basic training and then unlock different weapon stuff which is cool like I like the idea I don't know if you ever played America's Army 1 or 2 back in the day like, but it's basically the same idea Okay. but it's got all the same problems you like unlock a mode and it contacts the server and then it says okay you can do the next one and then you go back to the menu and then it forgets that you've already done the first one and you have to redo the first one and like okay fine so then I quit yesterday I tried it again today and I was like oh it remembers now I've done the last one so then I did like the full on weapon certification where I did like first I did the the like grenade launcher and then i did the uh the submachine gun and then i did the grenades and that was like it took me like i don't know four or five minutes to do all of them and i like i kept redoing them until i got like the more perfect score and it was kind of fun and then i went and i told the dude that i had done it and it said like in the game uploading to your personnel jacket like okay it seemed to work and then it promptly forgot i did it and said i failed everything oh. and after that I, I just hit exit i was like forget it i don't so have maybe the- i'll try again tomorrow you know yeah. You're pay- more patient than me. At that point, I'd be like, oh, I'm done now. Guess what? This, well, this it's blows. free. It's on Steam. You know, I'll try it, maybe. We'll Fair see. enough. <laughs> yeah. if, it, if it wasn't free, I can tell you. And oh, it's yeah. funny, I'm Canadian. It's not like, it's not like I'm you know, going to join the Army. And the best is that today, the Army totally fired all the developers who made the game. Oh, that's not good. It's like, so yeah, like, you guys suck. Get out. Yeah. So I don't know what the patching feasibility is. They said there's like still a core team at some other Army base. But, like, that's pretty messed up. Yeah, that, wow. happened with Force Unleashed. Like, they, the game came out, and then the next day, bam, everyone got fired. I hope they at least got packages. Like, that's just harsh right now. You can't find a job right now. Ouch. I assume they work for the American, like, government, so hopefully they've got yeah, something. The, I think it's really hilarious that you're Canadian and playing America's Army. I don't know why. It just strikes me as <laughs> so hilarious. You guys don't fight. Like, you're Canada. Hey, we, we, we've got a good army. It just doesn't have very many people. Right. It's like... Ten, <laughs> you know, it's a lot of space. We've, we've got we've got a tank, <laughs> one one tank, one helicopter, ten dudes who are ready we, to we've go. We've got some really old helicopters we bought from the British. You guys could you guys could fight France. You you win. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> fine. Yeah, because they wouldn't be trying to open <laughs> wine at the front line. All yeah, right, right. You know. Hey, we could send our Mounties. <laughs> they might actually do better than your army. Just saying, so, you know. Um. Oh, boy. Is there anything else on the list, or is America's Army uh, the end of it? Uh, oh, God. No. Let's see. I'm playing Rick Faction as well. Um, that's what I was playing hardcore before I started my little Lost thing, and so uh, I need to go back to that. I really, really like it. It's really the fun. really fun, and the multiplayer is, like, fantastic. 
there's this new siege mode where you sort of have to defend your group of buildings and then you switch turns and try and take out the, uh, the opposing team's group of buildings. And it's just really clever and fun and fresh. And the, the, rocket, the rocket pack or the, you know, the rhino pack, like all the different packs that you can get in the game during multiplayer are just really fun. And I'm definitely going to go back to that as soon as I'm done finishing Lost, basically, as soon as I'm caught up. <laughs> I was totally sold on that game when they told me I could blow buildings up on Mars. I'm like, yep, I'm there. Yeah. Let's go. I don't know if you played Red Faction 1 or 2 for the PC. I 2 was only so-so, but 1 was like quite good. So yes. I've sort of hoping for a good sequel for a long time, and, it, and they definitely delivered. I mean, it's by the same guys who did Saints Row, and Saints Row 2 was really good. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I had high hopes, and they definitely met them. I'm glad they took the, the open world model from Saints Row 2 that worked so well and said, here's what we're going to yeah. do. We're going to let you blow all this shit up in a big-ass planet. Like, yeah, go when, nuts. when they first announced the game, totally not what I was expecting. I was kind of like, oh, I don't know. But then I had the, that, that really, really, really early beta came out, and I played it, and I was sold immediately. And then later on, the multiplayer, beta, the multiplayer just normal demo came out, and I played it again, and I was like, oh, it's even better than the beta. Mm-hmm. And, that, and you know what? It's just really good. And the netcode is super stable, too. I haven't played a game where, like, the multiplayer has been, where it has all the, the parties, the grouping, everything that sort of Halo does that people like, mm-hmm. this game does, when mm-hmm. most other games don't. And it was all working perfectly right off the bat. Even when Call of Duty 4 came out in multiplayer issues. This game, nothing. No problems. It just worked. I'm glad for Volition that they did it right. Like, I feel a little bad for them because they kind of came out sandwiched between other things. Yeah. Um, it was just, like, usually the summer is a great time to release a game like that, but it's like, then then Infamous came out. And then then it's like Prototype. And then Ghostbusters. And it's like, god damn, I feel bad for these guys because yeah. it's a good there's a game. Lot of big, there's, a, there's a surprising amount of big titles, like, early in the summer this year. It's almost like developers are learning that no one has anything to do for these three months. And but then the problem is there's all those other months of the year. So now what we're going to happen is we're going to end up getting lots of games in, like, at December and then lots of games in, like, June. But there's still, like, ten other months where you mm-hmm. can release great games. Dear developers, how about you guys have a little conference and uh, don't release <laughs> games in one month? Okay, thanks. Bye. You know. But then you get then you get like the March grouping now too. You know. Yes, there's yeah. March games. God of War comes out, and GTA's <sighs> tend to come out like in the spring. So you know they eventually it's just going to be every month. There's three games that we want to play. I, I think the other problem is. There's, there's so many new and good developers around right now, and although maybe not every game is, like, worth a purchase, there's so many games now that are worth a rental, and that never really I agree. Yeah. I think the thing that you'll notice is that if you look across the calendar month, like, wherever a, a, a financial quarter ends, that's when games get dumped that month. Yeah. So there are four months, essentially, out of the year that you just get a shit ton of games dumped in your lap, and you're like, dude, like, give me a week. Really? Like, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> I don't. I like sleeping. It's nice. It's good. Um, speaking of not sleeping, actually, the reason I haven't been is that Infamous has been keeping me up like until stupid yeah. hours. It was phenomenal. Like I finished it this morning. I played it last night, and I got to the final boss fight at two thirty in the morning, and I'm like, I am not in the place to deal with you right now. I don't like your face. I'm going to bed. <laughs> I woke up this morning. I'm like, okay, now I can handle you. That. It's just because so you were sober again. You were playing on hard, right? What did you think of that final boss? Because I was playing on easy, and I read reports of people playing on hard who said, oh, it was crazy hard, but I did not have any problems with it at all. So it's like, it reminds me of old school Capcom. It's hard until you realize that he has a very specific pattern, um, and then it's not a problem. And the nice thing that, I have to give Sucker Punch, like, real props for this. They have checkpoints out the wazoo in this game. Like, 
I you're playing the final boss and you get him down about a third of his health and he changes his pattern. There's a checkpoint there. If you die after that, it re-puts you at that point. Oh, nice. I like that. Like that makes me less stressed out. Like I enjoy yeah. my games when you give me opportunities to suck and then fix it. You know, like it's, that's why I pretty much stopped playing things like JRPGs where you end up after having to fight a boss that goes through like three forms and if you die, oh, you gotta restart from the beginning. The cursing that, that just frustrates me. The cursing that went on when I tried to finish Persona Four the first time and died with only like <laughs> oh my oh my god. It was three o'clock in the morning. Uh, I was probably a little drunk and I lost my shit because I spent an hour and forty five minutes fighting that boss and then died. I'm like, oh <laughs> I had I gave up. I almost threw that, my piece. That makes me frustrated just like thinking about it. It's it's aggravating. But infamous good, like that's the right way. Give me it's there's no too much checkpoints. There's no such thing. It's good the way they've done that. The mm. thing is, I went right from infamous to prototype and I'm having a little trouble because in prototype it's a lot more like floaty and he less he like sticks to stuff less so there's less of that like really cool platforming that you can kind of do with Cole and Infamous it's different in prototype and I'm having a real problem adjusting it's an oh. issue yeah he's like Big he force. sorry go ahead he floats more like he runs up the side of buildings and he jumps and floats and he doesn't stick to anything like he doesn't have that like you know how Cole kind of gravitates toward things you yeah. can grab so one of the coolest parts of Infamous I thought was that while well, he's kind of metallic slash sort of magnetic now and so they use it to explain why you can like jump up and just bam stick on to the mm-hmm. side of like an object and like that was awesome it made doing things really easy yes and i'm, I'm definitely gonna miss that now whenever i play my next sort of whenever i just had to rent prototype like i totally yeah. can see it. i'm having trouble with that like it, it, it's funny because i put this game in in the first 20 minutes i'm like oh my god it's sly cooper with a different skin hell yes like you know, Sucker, Sly Cooper was a great... I hope they make another one now. I hope they take this engine and make a new Sly Cooper because it's so easy and fun to play. You're like, I stick to things. Platforming is relatively straightforward. You know, their, their games have excellent pacing. You never feel like the story is like out of fucking control at any point or really slow. It's perfect. It's just right. The other thing I love, they went outside the mold with those cutscenes. Fantastic. Well, I think great. Yeah, yeah, they're I think- awesome. They did a great I, job. I thought just the whole thing was great. I sort of figured out the end plot before it happened. You know, it's not too hard. But with that said, it was still really cool. You know, I just enjoyed the whole thing. And it, it sets up a sequel, but it sets up a sequel in a way where you feel like, yeah, you completed the first game, so you're not upset there's a sequel coming mm-hmm. out. You know? Yep. Or there could just be no sequel, and it would kind of be okay. Yeah, like, it, it, it ends in a way that makes it okay if it never really happens. You can kind of infer, um, which I like. It's I. It's probably the best game I played in '09 so far. Like I, I'm really thrilled with start to finish with that title. Like I really am. I feel sad that most people won't get to play it because it's only out on PS3. That like really makes yeah. me sad. I mean, this is my first PlayStation anything, so like I've never played a Sly Cooper game before. Oh. But this game is great, and it makes me glad that I sort of caved and bought one. Yes, it, it's worth it. This game was fantastic. So I went from this game and I was like, okay, I'm kind of on an open world superhero badass dude kick. So I'm going to go to Prototype, which I played for about a couple hours today. And I like it because you are just an asshole. Like, <laughs> it's, it's like, great. It's like in Infamous, you have these moments where you have to make choices, not in Prototype. You just fuck up people's world. It's great. That's like, the only way I'll be mean to someone because I find if there's a choice, I always choose good because it turns out I'm a big pansy. So I, like, being forced to be mean, that's perfect. I, I force myself to be a bad guy in Infamous and I think it kind of pays off. Like, the ending is a little bit more contrived because of it. Um, but 
it you're just such a jackass badass like it's just like <laughs> this is great i'm gonna shock you in the face if you don't like me that's how it's i'm gonna Elaine's, solve the problem it's the personality she wish she could actually yeah i would love to just run up to people on the street and punch them in the face it would make my mornings a lot better like you secretly be <laughs> like it's all the things you usually do to your cats that you can now do to people oh, oh i make the kissy face at the kitties though oh i should have said that on the internet <laughs> i'm sorry don't want you to gonna call you. they don't love me as much as they love my husband because he doesn't pick them up and go oh, kitty and kiss at them so yeah my mm. bad i'm trying to think if there's anything else this week i think that's it i, I finished up plants versus zombies as well and i loved every bloody second of that game I was very pleased. The last, like, sort of boss fight was fantastic. I was thrilled. Oh, giant robot zombie? Yeah, it was great. I was like, yes, this is the way it should be. So, I think that's about it. I think that ties up my my playing of stuff. Oh, no, I'm I'm lying. There's one more. Oh, God. I blame Leah. Uh, Cooking Mama is being played in my... Oh, God. Yeah. Dude, I I don't know. I don't know why. I can't stop it. And Mama is really scary. Bitch gets fire in her eyes when she gets mad at you. It's like, oh, whoa. Dude. I'll be honest, though. When we, when we were at PAX last year, my wife and I tried, like, the, uh, shit, what's it called? The, the, the Food Network cooking show, Iron Chef. We tried oh. the Iron Chef DS game, and she thought it was awesome. And, like, I thought it was okay, but apparently it's kind of similar to Cooking Mama. So I could totally see how someone could get sort of enthralled with that type of game. It's it's weird because, like, Leah will send me IMs that say, you know, I'm gardening because she's been playing Gardening Mama. She's like, I garden the shit out of that garden. I'm like, <laughs> what? What? And she's like, Gardening Mama is great. You should play it. So she lends me Cooking Mama to get me started. And, like, at first I was like, I don't know. Mama's pretty scary. I'm not really feeling this. But then I realized I didn't stop playing it just because I wasn't feeling it. And then three hours later I was like, well, I cooked did, a lot of just, stuff. Did you just say you want to feel up Mama? What? No, what? No, Mama's scary. I'm afraid of her. I'm afraid she's going to punch through my face. <laughs> Flames. Very she terrifying. might. She's Japanese. You best watch yourself. She's really stereotypically Japanese, too. I'm like, man, <laughs> like, this is this is a giant stereotype all up in my DS right now. Like, That's always funnier when it's also done by a Japanese developer. Yeah, it's like, do you not know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you not? Really? It's good times. Is this how you people see yourselves? Yeah, you Really? Think? Ooh, that's awesome. Because when I look at someone who's Japanese, their eyes, they're just never that big. They don't, they don't have flames in them, that's for sure. <laughs> Is uh, her mouth two different sizes depending on whether it's closed or open? <laughs> completely. Like, totally. Absolutely. I'm telling you, it's a giant walking stereotype. Beautiful. I wouldn't lie. All right. I think that's all the playing that we've been doing. Um, we're going to take a brief break so I can insert some awesome music. And when we come back, news. Lots of it. Welcome back. We spent 20 minutes talking about 80s cartoons because we're awesome. Just so everyone out there knows, that's what happens during breaks, apparently. Nice. That just happened. That just happened, yeah. And then Arnold Schwarzenegger quotes for a little while. That happened, too. Yeah. And Fraggle Rock. I don't want to even know what, what happened with the Fraggle Rock references. 
it got it got wrong real quick. Um, that's it's <laughs> probably going to make it into it really the really got out of hand in a hurry. <laughs> it really it really escalated quickly. You should lay low for a while. Um, all right, so we have a lot of news, a whole lot of it. So speaking of laying low, let's talk about May NPD numbers because they were kind of meh. Um, we'll make this we'll make this quick. The UFC game sold a lot, uh, and it was number one. And guess what was number two? This is good. It was We Fit. God damn it! It's like but, it but I did notice that the Wii was down, which I thought was interesting. The Wii was down like fifteen percent. It went yeah. from like it was down fifty k on the month, which is I suppose not too surprising since everyone and their mother and Oprah should have one by now. But you know, it's just the DS numbers blow my mind though. It's down forty percent, but still sold what like over over six hundred k. Yeah, that's that is correct. Uh, that's over a half million, and it's it's. Right fucking may there's nothing out like, who are they selling them to like who are they selling ds's to at this point who doesn't have one i'm fairly like, certain my cat ordered one on amazon when i wasn't may- looking maybe that includes dsis but even then like i'm not getting a dsi is are that many dsis being sold it's about 50 50 with the ds and it's like but i don't understand like who is left like to to buy one i'm pretty sure i see people at traffic lights playing peggle on their ds now like there's a problem in this country <laughs> like it's, it's not I mean, healthy <laughs> I think there's a government program to pass them out at this point. I think so. I think with your uh, with your food stamps, you get a DS while you're unemployed. That's right. No health care, but you get a DS. Oh, but you get yourself. In Canada, you don't get a DS. You get health care. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Guess who wins? Probably <laughs> Canada. Canadians. Canada wins that one. I'm just going to say. So the PS3 actually managed to be up this month. 4K. Like hardly any. Yeah. But that's interesting. I'm thinking maybe because of Infamous. I can think of that. I mean, you know, maybe people are buying prototype for it. That could be happening. Interestingly enough, the PSP took kind of a hit. It's down 13%. I'm thinking people are like, I'll just buy a PSP Go. I'll wait a couple months. I don't know about that because basically everyone I talked to thought the PSP Go way too overpriced. And like, I don't know a single person is going to buy it. It's very, very expensive. I don't know either, but it is down. So perhaps your common consumer. So is the PS2. It's down 32%. But you know what? It's year nine. If They're good. All the people who normally buy a PS2 or a PSP saved up and bought a PS3. That's, That's probably what, what happened. Done. That's four people. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought it was interesting that 360 stayed exactly the same. Uh, yeah, it zero percent change. Yeah. Good job, Microsoft. Way to way to find the status quo. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> Nicely done. Um, achieved but yeah i mean but the infamous is number five so i mean you know 176k that's that's a decent amount of copies that's like almost all the ps3s out there like yeah exactly (laughs) wasn't that just in like three days or something it came out right at the end of a month because it it came out at the end of the month so they that that next month will be very interesting to watch the numbers i hope that infamous sells very well like i all jokes aside like i hope that sucker punch has a has a hit with this one because i want to see another game like i want them to make more games um, also in the top five, uh, EA Sports Active selling 346k. Holy shit! Like, ugh. yeah, that is amazing. And I've just, heard that it, it's actually fairly decent, but that still blows my mind because it's been in the top ten for this ever. is the second month, isn't it? Yeah, the it second month. or third. I don't know since it came out. Yeah, yeah. top five yeah, since it at, came out. I was at Costco last week, and there was like a hundred of them, and I'm sure they're gonna all sell. They build forts out of them now. It totally happens. Yeah. It's just, that's your workout. You build a fort. Uh, also in the top 10, Mario Kart with the wheel. Jesus, Nintendo. Um, and guess what? We play with Wiimote. 
I don't understand how that keeps... I, I guess because it has the, the remote, but that just blows my mind. Perhaps they're also sending those with the welfare program in this country. I don't. For the quarter of a million people that still needed a Wii, you also needed a second remote. Oh, that's true. That's By default. It's disgusting. Interesting that Wolverine has managed to sort of stick in the top ten. It's, it's down at nine. But, I mean, that game, to me, was the epitome of a rental and not a purchase. But, you know, what do I know, I guess? I think what a lot of that is happening is people are seeing that movie and going, this was awesome, I want more of that. And then going out and buying the game on their but way the home. the movie didn't do very well. No, it didn't. It was awful terrible. So yeah, it was. I it. I don't... Yeah, I have, I have real questions about that one. It scares me. I'm I think... kind of sad Punch-Out is low on the list. Because that shows that people who own Wii's don't really care about good games. That's Although, true. with that said, it's not like I bought Punch Out, and I have a Wii. I'm shaking my head at you because Punch Out is excellent. But yeah, it's not, it's on my list. I think a lot of why Punch Out is excellent is because I loved Punch Out on the NES. Like I, you know, it's there's nostalgia working for me that I understand would not be working for other people. So, yeah. but I, I wonder if people are like, well, the EA boxing game comes out soon. Punch Out's boxing. Maybe I'll just wait for that one. Because like, how many people these days are, are were old enough to really play Punch Out on the NES on the SNES? I don't know. I, I well, there's Grandma out there buying a Wii. <laughs> bowling on it so i don't yeah, know grandma was too old for punch out the first time around i think i think that's what's happening with the wii i think a lot of kids are playing it like little kids who are playing off their first system and a lot of older people who were just too old for these games the first time around like grandma. oh you know what i just realized i didn't realize that these were not combined ufc has the first and fourth spot yeah they they they, they cleaned, million copies they cleaned up like cleaned up it was incredible i'm i'm actually kind of happy to see that happen because i and i'm curious to see what fight night round four does after that like following yeah, that I, actually i'm really happy for not because of ufc or anything but i'm happy for the developer because i believe it was done by ukes and they've been making mm-hmm. wwe games for like it Ever. feels like 20 years yeah. and like they're decent games but they never like they never sell a million copies in a month i'm pretty sure because they're not as mainstream now yeah. as they were in the early 90s you know with the wrestling so i'm glad for them because that's and it's also an excellent game like it's not a shitty game with a good brand it's a good game so all right we, we shall move on oh, trying... God, you know you know what before we move on i forgot to say something earlier i totally also played another game tiger woods 10 with the wii motion and i just quickly want to say amazing i can't get over how good the wii motion works with that game i so. guarantee that is in the top five next month yeah that's what i guarantee it and you you can play that with my husband. It'll be good times. The multiplayer is done through EA servers, so none of that friends code bullshit oh, or anything you can, like that. Wow. You can actually play that with my husband. Exactly. A multiplayer game that works on the Wii? I'm shocked. I, news to me. It's just, that's about as real as Fraggles in this world. <laughs> whatever. We're going to keep coming back to Fraggles, aren't I, we? I that's like Fraggles. What, whatever. Okay. I haven't gone to the gummy bears yet because they're bouncing here and there and everywhere. Yeah. So. Oh. I just want to eat some gummy bears. They're delicious. Hey, go drink some Mountain Dew Gamer Fuel in red. It tastes like gummy bears that died in a sugar storm. It's a good times. If you drink Mountain Dew Gamer Fuel, I will come to your house and punch you in the head. It, it tastes like <laughs> dead gummy bears in sugar. It's good times. Picturing how someone could die in a sugar storm is a pretty fundamental. Think about sugar hail and gummy yeah, bears. Yeah, exactly. You just think about picturing, that. I'm picturing a sugar hurricane, really. Oh, that was an excellent tangent. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where to go oh, from there. Like, I, have uh, no, I have no clever wait. transition. More sugar-related rats of God. Let's do it. How many can we get in? Well, well, if turtles ate a lot of sugar, they might say it into Teenage Mutant. Do you remember? There's actually a good segue here. Do you remember the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cereal that happened back in the early 90s? Uh, 
It was very sweet. I ever. It was, was it based on the movie, or it must have been based on the movie. It was based on the cartoon show, and it was like oh, really? marshmallow checks. It was delicious. Oh. <laughs> so, so apparently, apparently, TMNT reshelled, which is a remake of uh, the uh, Turtles in Time, is going to be an Xbox exclusive for a, a period of time. I don't know how long. This is dumb. That seems like such a random exclusive. Like I'm buying it ASAP, but it just seems weird that this is an exclusive. Because this is Ubisoft that's publishing this, I think, ultimately. And I'm just, like, I'm kind of I'm kind of over this timed exclusive shit. Like, developers need to just get over it and release it on everything at once. It says to me, oh, it's not ready on PS3 yet, and we're looking for an excuse. Like, it's Can not... Can we just not call them timed exclusives anymore? Can we just be like, yeah, this game's coming to everything, but it's coming to this first? Because every time I hear exclusive, I think, oh... So Whatever. I can only play it on this. And then it's mm. like, no, it's timed. It'll be out on everything else yeah, later. I don't even believe. Like, unless it's something like Infamous where it was only developed for one console because they only make one game, I just don't even believe any of this exclusive bullshit. I'm, I'm, I'm still saying Metal Gear Solid 4 is going to be on the 360 at some point. It'll be on 80 discs. Just you wait. <laughs> yeah, <maybe>. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be 50 they pounds. They might just cut out like three hours of the movie and then it'll fit no problem. They'll, they'll just release all the movies on a Blu-ray you'll have to keep sw- or on a DVD. You'll have to keep swapping in and out. Um, Kojima won't let them. They'll oh. just have to ship you a spindle of DVDs. That would be I, awesome. I still have my HD DVD drive hooked into my 360, so there's We're good answer. to go now. Yeah, so do I. It reminds me all the time that I'm stupid. Me oh. too. Me too. Yeah. I was also there. Ugh. I have such quality HD DVD movies too. Like, ugh. Me too. It's oh, I don't like to talk about it. All right. So speaking of things, <laughs> speaking of things, I kind of don't like to talk about. Actually, um, apparently, the, Valve is going to support the original Left 4 Dead when Left 4 Dead Two comes out. Like, I don't know that I'm convinced about this. Like, they're like, oh, don't worry, more mods, more patches, totally will happen. I, I don't think. I think they're going to say know. that, and it's not going to uh, happen. With that said, they've been saying it quite a lot, and and really, like, I have never seen Valve really lie about anything that I can remember. Like, they're they've got my trust. Like. And a year is still a pretty decent time. Like, I'm really psyched for Left 4 Dead 2. I don't get this sort of uproar. And, and they said that they're going to release more stuff for Left 4 Dead 1 before Left 4 Dead 2 comes out. Mm-hmm. And there's still time. Like, it's not like it's coming out next week. You no, know? it's out in November, right? I mean, I think it's a fall. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, they get the benefit of the doubt because Valve has yet to truly fuck me. So. <laughs> exactly. That's a valid point. That's a valid point. Until they fuck me, I will continue to give them the benefit of the doubt. They're like Blizzard. And, and let's, be, let's be honest. If Valve were to fuck you, you would be... Really? You would like it. You would yeah. like it. Thank you, sir. May I have another? <laughs> this just got wrong again. I blame the Fraggles. Um, <laughs> it's always their fault. Yeah, I think I think the reason I'm skeptical about this is that uh, it's just it's it's hard for me to imagine that they would have people in place to support both of these titles with content at the same time. Like, it, yeah. I don't. In, I like. I'm having trouble with that. And what I'm really having trouble with is why they didn't just release the Left 4 Dead 2 content as add-ons to left 4 dead one like why not i'm i'm wondering if they're doing stuff like how they do with the episodes where they tweak the source engine enough where they can't backport some of that shit so they, so they need to make it sort of from fresh that's entirely plausible uh, that's yeah. why that's why half-life 2 hasn't like been updated to use hdr and a few other things because they said they just don't have the resources for it yeah and they, so yeah that's and that's a valid point so i'm i'm like i think that what's going to happen is they'll support the original left for dead for one or two months to be like look over here really we're doing it promise and then they'll stop it'll be over by after christmas but i mean yeah, they'll try yeah. we'll see we'll see I, I would really like left for dead 2 to almost become like a platform in that you still have access to all your left for dead one stuff right right there 
and you don't have yes. to like launch up a different game. You know, if yes. you're playing with friends who have both, then you can play all the levels. And if you're playing with friends who only have one, then you only have those levels. I want you it know. to be like Rock Band Two, where I can import all my shit into the new yeah. game and move forward with it. Like, like make it a platform. It's the perfect game for that. It's perfect for that. It's very modular. Yeah, with the and episodes, like, it makes sense. If yeah. Left for Dead Three were to come out exactly a year later, then I might start having issues. Yes. But again, for right now, I'm I'm still cool with it. I like that then everyone I give them the Activision dunce hat and tell them to slow the fuck down. <laughs> Chill out. Chill out. So speaking of things that are that need to be slowed the fuck down, like let's let's discuss what happened in the last three days. So apparently oh, there was a rumor that there there the Natal Xbox's motion control ridiculousness is going to release as part of a new Xbox console in fall of 2010. And then Microsoft's like, no, 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 that's not happening. And then what's his name came on and said, no, really, it's going to happen. Um, yeah. uh, Balmer. Yeah. He came on. He's like, yeah. no, it's going to be a new, new console with built in camera stuff. And then again, about an hour and a half ago, Microsoft came out and said, seriously, no new console, just Natal. They need to get their PR people in line here. It's getting insane. Well, my, my assumption is that Steve Ballmer lives in his own magical world uh, based on a lot of the things he says. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, because he, he was at the executives club in Chicago, apparently. Yeah. And he was giving some sort of talk about like recession, you know. Yeah, the economy. Right, like, the how com- does that have anything to do with buying a new console? And then he's so. talking about this new device that's going to be equipped with technology that is, quote, really, really close to an actuality. Like that. Yes, that's very suggestive toward Natal. But it's like, I don't think you understand what exactly Microsoft is developing. Like, maybe you should sh- zip it. Like, no talking. <laughs> it's just, Look, let's be honest. We're still in the middle of a giant fucking recession, and if you're dumb enough to attempt to bring out a new console, or at the least split your user base in the middle of a recession, you know, at that point, they're going to start making Sony look like geniuses, and that's been hard to do lately. I mean, Sony is one, you know, fuck up PR after another. (laughs) I mean, look at what just happened with UFC. UFC sold two to one on 360 versus PS3. Why would they want to screw that up? Yeah, you're doing well. Like, like I think Sony has the right idea with their like ten year console plan. Like, I think they yeah, they've, do. They've got ideas, all right. Oh, they have ideas, but I think it's good. Like, they've shown with the PS2 that it's even with a rocky start, they can support a console for a very long time. You know what I mean? And right now in a recession, people are all about that. Like, I don't want to buy a new console in 2010 because I can't afford it. Like, speaking of Sony supporting the PS2, was anybody else furious when half of Sony's E3 press conference seemed to be about PS2 games? I wasn't mad. I was just a little confused because I thought I had been flashback to like 1999. Exactly. And I was like, well, Cammy Dunway came out in those pants at Nintendo. And then I was like, what? Wait, PS2. Is it really? Seriously? Is it 99? I was waiting for somebody to just come out and say 299 and sit down. <laughs> this is like, like I, <laughs> did I miss something? Yeah. But I mean, uh, I, I think Sony's got the. They have a decent plan put together, I think, in terms of the life cycle of their console. I think their PR just sucks ass. Like, they just get out of their own way. What I think is interesting is that I read, I I can't find the link on show notes, but I read last week someone from Microsoft saying that the 360 now had their thinking is a 10-year cycle as well. And then a week later, all of a sudden, this Natal stuff is going on. Mm -hmm. So I'm really curious if they still think, oh, that there's actually a 10-year life cycle with the 360 or not. No one, none of the news agencies really sort of picked up on that 
10 year 360 comment, which I was pretty surprised at. I can see them, I, I see them leveraging Natala as a way to extend their console's life cycle. I see yeah, that happening. Yeah. And that's very smart because it's a chosen thing. Like, I don't have to buy this. I can tell Peter Molyneux and Milo to go fuck right off. Like, I don't need to play with this. Like, I don't need a boy beating simulator right now. I'll get there. Yeah, I really don't want to play with Milo. <laughs> he's creepy. Because... But like, he's just, he really is. Like, don't. Milo is Skynet. We all know this. He, Milo he is. Destroy us all. Right. So don't buy him. Um, but, like, I think that the problem is that Microsoft did not design stable hardware. And that is yeah. going to kick them in the ass. Because no matter how many, like, janky fixes they put in place, they're going to need to develop something more stable. Whereas Sony, they essentially created a nuclear warhead. <laughs> it's good to go. You tell it when you want it to take off. Like that It shit. also seems to be as hot as what I imagined nuclear warhead would be. Yeah, it's good, but it, it knows how to cool itself, so don't get nervous because it's <laughs> under control. It will not automatically by accident explode. No, I'm seriously. I'm good. using it to eat my house this winter. I mean, I'm just going to leave it on, you know. The problem with doing that for me is that my cats like curl up around the fan. I'm like, God damn it, share the heat. <laughs> What are you doing? Your PS3, when it dies, is going to be filled with cats. <laughs> they like it. They think it's. They think it's one of them. It makes purring noises. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe the, P- the PS3 might be Skynet. Now I'm getting a little nervous. <laughs> well, they're all they're all connected on on life of PlayStation, so you never know. That's true. But Milo and Scott and the PS3 would never talk. Like they would never hang out. Yeah. So we're good. <laughs> it's totally okay. But they might fight each other for our souls. You never know. Speaking of things that take away my soul, actually, that was nice. Thank you, Dan. That helped out. I do what I can. I like to help out. Apparently, New Super Mario Brothers is going to have a mode where it can play itself. Ugh. Like, you just be like, just I'm. This is hard. Like, it, it, it let literally. Me, let me just say that again. Ugh. Uh, it, it, I'm reading the the joystick feature on this. Essentially, an option to allow the game to play itself when the player encounters an area too difficult for them to handle. Uh, hard mode everybody if you can't handle jumping and not falling in pits here you go it's fucking we're here for you mario i, I mean i could maybe see you sort of hitting pause and then it switches to demo mode which is old school and then it kind of shows you how to beat the next section that might be kind of cool but then you unpause and you still have to actually do it no no but the no. fact that this is it doing it for you blows my mind and they're saying that this is going to happen in future titles as well like have we really gotten here is this where we're at? Like, I don't usually have a problem with the casual game well, market and new players. This bothers me. To be fair, this might be the only way we get a decent Zelda movie. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> but I remember old NES games when beating them was actually a challenge and you felt right. the sense oh, of Oh, my top. God. Games used to be way harder than they are today. People have no uh, idea. Bionic Commando. Hard mode. Like, this right. is this is autopilot hard mode. Like. I I expect it to also come with Nintendo's new plastic reassuring hug attachment, where if it gets stuck <laughs> for you, you just cuddle up to your Wii, and it will pat you on the back and tell you everything's going to be no, all that's, right. No, that's what you give your power glove to the Wii for. That's why you still have that power glove from the 80s. You just attach Look, it, it'll pat you, you on the head. You know? I don't think you want me to start making power glove jokes. I think it's time to move on before this gets out of hand. It could get dirty in a, in a hurry. It could get it could get wrong. I'm not dirty gonna lie. in a hurry. Uh, wow. You like that? I didn't. That wasn't intended. <laughs> that should be the name of the podcast. Dirty. <laughs> I think I actually agree with Evan. <laughs> this is kids. I'm not editing this out. This is the podcast episode title. Unless unless something funnier happens, uh, then we'll change it. Welcome Very. to Sunkler Castle, the short bus edition, kids. It's, we it's, brought our helmets. We did. We did. Well, I mean, it's not that Lee and I are on a little short bus on a regular basis, so it's okay. 
Uh, all right. Yeah. We're going to move right along. Um, I'm Well, let's sum up. This sucks. And I hope that they never do this again. <laughs> like, this is stupid. That's a good sum up, really. Yeah. Do you like that? <laughs> so let's move on from things that make me cry to things that make me smile. Um, as Evan noted, Magic the Gathering, uh, Planeswalker something something or something something Planeswalker is totally yeah, out this I, week. I wish they had just called it Magic the Gathering. They can't. They already named a game that like a while ago <laughs> uh, in the 90s on PC. Um, and in addition, Sam and Max is on XBLA this week as well. And it's Which like... Cool. I've got the PC version of that and I really enjoyed it. So that's just the shadow. Highly recommend that game. So now help me out. I think it's 1600 points, which is $20 in real American yeah. money. And it's yeah. like the, the six episodes, like it's a chunk of episodes, right? Yeah. So the only thing that you might... If you have a Wii, you might be better off trying to find, like from GameStop, the used version because it came out as a title on the Wii. Okay. And you could probably get that maybe for 15 bucks, or, or maybe you could wait for like a Telltale sale and get the PC version for cheap. But assuming that you know those two things happen, you know, twenty bucks for this on the Xbox Live is pretty decent because it's long. It's it's all six chapters. There's there's a lot of game there. This is how yeah. you price things right here. That's yeah. how you do that. Just so everyone. That's what the it. guys should have done. Yeah. I'm 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 pleased about this. I put this on the news list because it makes me smile. And right after it on the news list is that uh, the one dollar Peggle sale. Uh, so apparently, well, not apparently, I, I convinced a lot of people to buy Peggle in this time. I think it was last week, Peggle was a dollar on the iPod Touch slash iPhone. 99 fucking cents. I forgot to buy it, and I was so mad when I realized I forgot to buy it. Do you hate yourself right now? Because well, you should. I'm never, never going to buy it now, because like, if I do, I'll be like, oh, I knew it was ten, $1 one time. I'm not going to pay $10 for it. That's ridiculous. It's five. But it's only know. five dollars. It's only five. I bought it when it was five, and I was really that, pissed, but you know. That four dollars could be, I don't know, something else. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, a burger, like maybe, a burger, maybe a burger. Um, Sorry, I'd talk more, but I'm playing Peggle right now. He's he is. It's probably true. <laughs> he's got his pants off. He's drinking beer and he's playing Peggle. I can yeah, actually. Are you at pants off zone already now? Yeah. I actually finished the beer. Can we take a break so I can go get another one? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can take a break. I'm I'm. Look, this is my goddamn show. Just want to remind people. Um, so apparently Peggle went from, from number 60 on the chart to number one on the chart in this time. I think this is brilliant. Like, they, they, yeah, they dropped the price just to get themselves back into the top 10 list, and then they raised the price back up. It's absolutely and, brilliant. And people are going to buy it because, like, oh, in the top 10 list, this must be a good game. It must They're be good. Oh, right. it was a dollar a week ago. They're not even going to know that it's going to cause their, their lives to end and their marriages to end in divorce. And the kids be taken away. Yeah, Peggle will that, ruin your life. Is that, a, is, that a, is that a quick look at your real life? It's, it's 50% of the reason that my husband walks out of the room during arguments screaming divorce really loudly. So just... <laughs> I, I hope he just starts to say, Peggle! Oh man, I'm going to tell him we're going to replace divorce with Peggle and see if that will make it a lot more PC. No, he can't <laughs> yell Peggle. He has to yell extreme fever and then start humming over oh, to It's the only way it works for me. He should carry... Oh my god. If we're so, in the 90s uh, theme, he should carry a boombox on his shoulder that's playing Ode to Joy at all times. <laughs> I, I did more music and I'm playing WoW off and on with some friends. And even Peggle, the new Peggle plug into WoW is uh, It's a bad idea. It's a bad idea. I own like Peggle's four... electric crack. Yeah, it is. I think it about, needs I'm, to be stopped. Where is my iPod? I'm thinking about Peggle right now. I mean, I more news, right? That's totally Don't true. you touch that. You're running this shit. Yeah, that's right. Well, this would be even worse if I wasn't paying hey, attention. Hey, Fuck like me can Peggle. play Peggle. Maybe Peggle will one day come out for a Sega system. Hey, speaking of Sega, thank you. Appreciate that. Um, so the president of Sega of America, apparently uh, Simon Jeffrey, who has two first names, by the way, just 
so people know. Wow, I almost just choked on my one. <laughs> Watch out for that dude. He's shit. <laughs> well, that means he could be Jeffrey Simon and no one would ever know. He's like Jason Bourne. Um, Jeffrey says. He, he has left Sega of America for NGMoco, the developer of iPhone games. How did I not see that transition? Damn it. I'm slow. Um, but that really blows my mind. NGMoco, like I knew it was started by an XEA guy and I think maybe an ex-Microsoft guy. I can't remember. But like they have all of a sudden become huge. They they make good stuff. Like they they made good games, and they're making a ton of money just publishing small iPhone apps. But I mean, their first couple games were kind of kind of crappy. But like Maze Finger and that that Topple game, like yeah. they were kind of average. But but they were fun at the same time. Mm-hmm. And now, if you look at the new games, they're all of a sudden like they're even they're way better than those first couple of games. Like Rolando is excellent. It's a very good Loco Roco ripoff. Like I'm I'm totally sold. You know, it's a good <laughs> game. Well, I really this, like how the name is similar. Yeah, it's it's a little close. It's I mean they they make good games, but I'm really surprised that someone would leave Sega, who has a name that's just dripping with nostalgia, for a very yeah. new company. Like this kind of blows my mind. They must have a lot of investor money so they can give this guy a good salary. Does Do this does this speak to the direction we're moving in? Does this say, hey, maybe these little casual apps are where we're going? I mean, well, I have a feeling that NGMoco maybe they aren't going to be such a casual company down the road. Do you think they're ever going to develop games for real consoles? Is that why they they leached this guy off Sega? Maybe, or maybe they're not. They're considering the iPhone to be a real console, uh, and, and that's and a valid point. Make a proper business case out I mean, of it. They could be looking at other portables too. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know that. I don't. I'd be surprised if we ever saw like a AAA NGMoco, you know, PS3 360 release. But what's to say that you don't grow from? An iPhone, DS, a touch DS game, DS. to a DS game. The DS know? makes sense as a transition. Like, it makes or real sense. DSiWare. Mm-hmm. You know? WiiWare, uh, even. They could do WiiWare. But, I mean, these guys, these guys are pushing boundaries. They just they just released a video yesterday of, like, their sort of Xbox Live-type interface that they're developing for iPhone and how it how it works throughout different games and how it's using push to, to invite people and challenge people to your games. Like, yeah. it's... They're really setting up a platform for the iPhone. It's going to be really interesting. I'm, I'm curious to see what happens with that, with the 3GS coming out, that has the potential, because of its different hardware, to split the user base down the line. And I'm really well, curious yeah. Yeah, that to see what they do. Yeah, that GL stuff is going to be interesting. But uh, it, the speed of the GS is much quicker than I imagined. So I was right. not really sold. I mean, I have an iPod Touch, so I'm not like I, I have an iPhone anyways. But I was not really sold on this whole idea of this new 3GS until I saw Gizmodo did a video yesterday of two iPhones, the new one and the old one, launching apps at the exact same time. And games load in like a split second on the mm-hmm. new hardware. That take like like the Sims three loads in like like three seconds compared to it taking like it looked like sixty seconds on the normal iPhone. I was blown away. Yeah, that's a significant like I'm and they've said NGMoco has been the one who's come out and said, No, we're not gonna develop for the new OpenGL platform yet. Yet. Exactly yet. Soon. They're going to have to. I mean, there's going to be enough market share, but it is going to create a really interesting split. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious, especially to see how they move forward, because they've been really successful on this platform. I mean, they'll go eventually, but they were also the guys that first kind of figured out the whole iPod, iPhone game pricing scheme and everything. True. Like They were the guys who started to figure out, you know, you bring out a new game, you put all your old ones on sale. Or give them away. What's funny for a couple is that days. when their first stuff started coming out, I didn't realize they were a big company, and I looked at their logo. Their logo is really stupid. Their name's kind of dumb, and their logo coloring is kind of dumb with their stupid smiley face. And I was like, "Who are these people? Back bedroom developers? Yeah, it's fine." I figured, and I figured they were probably Japanese with a name like that. I don't know. And like all of a sudden, it turns out they're like this huge company. I'm, I just really shocked me. And they apparently have the Sega of America president now. Exactly. Nice. Like yeah, they, they're they're building clouds. 
Yeah, with Simon Jeffrey. Jeffrey maybe Simon. Maybe we'll see them at, we'll see them at E3 next year. They'll find a guy named Jeffrey Simon. They'll have Simon Jeffrey. We'll be all set to go. Oh, shit. People with two first names make me nervous. I don't really know what that is, but they do. All right, so we should have probably thrown this up with the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles talk, but remember how the Ghostbusters in Europe is like... Uh, PS3 exclusive because Sony is publishing it for a while. Well, apparently uh, the Xbox, <laughs> yeah, apparently the Xbox 360 version of Ghostbusters is not region locked. So middle finger to Sony in Europe. So everybody I in think the that's UK really. Funny. I assume that they weren't like I assume that's a Microsoft thing where they have to do it, but maybe that's not true at all. It might be a developer thing, or it might be both. Like they might might have yeah. to have some sort of agreement in place. But yeah, so for you who listen in the UK, um, you MS Xbox World folks out there, you can totally import this game and play it now on their 360. So and boy, does it look like the 360 version is much much there's, better. There's been some retarded developer yeah. comments about yeah. that too. They're like, "Oh, we put different filters in on the PS3 so it looks smoother." It also looks like ass. How did you do yeah, that? I was looking at. Uh, <laughs> some forum where they compared the exact same screens from both versions and the ps3 version just looks terrible in the contrast. textures are awful and it's yeah. all fuzzy and out of focus yeah. like it just does not look like it's a next gen like just the, the brightness is totally different as well like just everything is different it's yeah i'm like dude i like i understand it looking a little smoother because you use different like anti-aliasing filters or whatever you do but does it have to look like ass too like really you couldn't fix that like but the comment the comments from the developers if you look back a few from like a year ago are hilarious because like yeah the, the ps3 has like seven cores so this is our primary system and it's gonna be awesome we're gonna have to you know, if the 360 is going to be tough, it only has four cores. But then you look at the final result, and like, what, were they just lying? Like, what no, are they talking they about? they said that and that before they started coding the game, and then they're like, oh, shit, coding for the PS3 is kind of hard, guys. We should just just do it on the 360 and port it, because this is not easy. My, my dream would have been if this had been a 360 exclusive, even though Ghostbusters is owned by Sony. I would have laughed so hard. That would have been pretty hilarious. Well, as it is, it's still pretty funny. This brings up another question, which I have yet to figure out. I mean, we've seen several multi-platform titles now come out that look vastly better on the Xbox. Why has Sony not put together, like, an A-team to send out to all these developers and just be like, hey, we want to help you make your PS3 version be the lead skew and look the best so that everyone will actually buy a PS3 that we can't move right now. This is... This is a how lot of the, not done that. This is how they beat the Dreamcast essentially. Like they did that when it came exactly to the PS2. the PS2. They shipped motherfucking ninjas out there with their little <laughs> computers and coding machines attached to their arm. They jumped in, they fixed your code, they left, they went to the next building, they fixed someone else's code. Especially like, for a game like Ghostbusters, which is basically owned by the company. Yeah, you would think a, they would want to make this like their their grand title almost. I mean, the exclusives are going to be the exclusives, but for the multi-platform shit, why not go out there and be like, you want to play this game? You want to play it on PS3. You don't want to fuck with Xbox. And I have to say, so uh, I'm looking forward to Batman Arkham Asylum, and I'm kind of on the fence because the PS3 version has all those cool Joker missions, but if it's going to be the similar issue, forget it. 360 version. Absolutely. The PS and I agree. The PS3 version is actually running in GameStops right now and looks phenomenal. So I don't, I, I don't see the the 360 version looking better. So at least that's not yeah, a concern. But, maybe but I agree. Be some other issue we don't right. know about. That's oh, true. Massive this lag. Joker stuff down. is bullshit to begin with. I think uh, that you know it's going to end up being DLC or something stupid for the 360 version that we're going to have to pay for. I hate that. You know it, it, and it links into one of these other stories. You know, if you, if you apparently pre-order Madden. 10, ugh, uh, at GameStop, you get the demo. Like, this kind of shit is dumb. Like, they need yeah, to learn really- this is... 
this is that's dumb for another reason. But like, like this is that a different demo than the real demo? No, it it's it's just special. the demo. Like no, it's an exclusive there were, demo. There are two demos, right? So there are two demos. There is a demo with five minute quarters that features the Super Bowl teams, which is the one you get for pre ordering Madden. And there is another demo that is like the Giants versus the Cowboys with two minute quarters. That's for oh, normal. It's Which just, is retarded. It's dumb. Demos are advertising people. How can you fuck up free advertising? What I don't what understand is like you have to be. I don't understand why people who have pre-ordered this happened with Killzone Two as well. Like I already know I want to buy this game. Why the fuck do I need a demo? Like Killzone, really? That Killzone stuff really pissed me off. I ended up buying Killzone Two, but Sony made it hard for me to buy it. Almost. They, well, they made me hate them a little bit in the process. But it's like if I already know I want to buy a game and I'm pre-ordering it, then why do I need the demo? Everyone else needs your demo they don't know they want to buy your game yet people are gonna buy that shit anyways do they really need to give a bonus to the people who pre-order no and it's a dumb bonus it's not even like a good bonus like it's stupid but demos are advertising like let's be honest about what they're for they're too advertised to people who are not sure they want to buy your game yeah demos are really important the reason i bought red faction the day it came out was because of the beta and the demo good demos completely sold me on that game and now there's all this, this new idea of games not having demos? Forget it. And by the same token, a demo can fuck you over. Look at Bionic Commando. Terrible oh. demo. Nobody bought it. Well, the game so wasn't like, much better either. So. Yeah, developers <laughs> need to realize that not only are demos important, but good demos are more important. The struggle there, though, and the reason I understand why some people don't release demos is for small studios to take people away from development of your main game to make a demo is very, yeah. like, it's not possible. And I, I feel bad. But, like, but at the same time, they always say that. But to me, releasing one level of early on in the game, which you have to make anyways, doesn't seem like it would be that hard. I well, mean, you had to make it anyways. But so, they want to... Games... They, Oh, they, I was just going to say they need to have a represent like you were saying before they need to have a good demo though it can't be a shitty demo or it's going to turn people off so it's a real catch-22 like it's a difficult situation in a lot well of I would certainly rather no demo than a bad demo I agree with that because yes. if there's no demo I can look at video reviews I can sort of do some research and figure out if I'm going to like the game or not but if there's a bad demo and I try it and it really turns me off right. you know unless like a super amazing video review there's probably I'm not going to get it and, I, and for me to buy a game instead of rent a game to begin with, it better be a really amazing. Mm-hmm. If you can't put out a demo, put out some extra content. I mean, it's all advertising, basically. Yeah. So put out some developer diaries. Put out some other shit. Free themes. Your soundtrack yeah. early. To those, make those developer diaries are important. For, for developers who have no time to like make a demo, having like a walkthrough where a dude is talking to you about the game as he plays it, that's a good way to do it. You know, Volition, Volition did great things, too. Like, they, with, um, they've done it with both Saints Row 2 and Red Faction Guerrilla, where they have, you know, about a, a couple of days before the game comes out, they sit down and they stream themselves playing the game with the de- developers. Do more shit really like that. I was really sad I tuned into that Just TV stream late. For the it was Red good. Faction. I tuned in as they were packing up, and I was like, ah. Oh. And then a couple hours later, I heard you talk about how it was really awesome. Yeah, it was I good. I saw part of it. It was a great idea. It worked really well for them, I thought. And I think that that's the key for smaller devs or devs who are making games that people don't quite know. Is I mean, for Madden, we don't need a fucking demo. Make your game not suck. Like, let's, you know, let's, let's go What's there. really dumb is I, on Xbox Live, I just noticed the, NCAA, and the NCAA demo just hit, which yes. is, you know, college football version of Madden. Mm-hmm. And there's probably no stupid demo BS for that. 
Why should there be for Madden? Because Madden is a, was one of those things. It's like this is the way in in GameStop to get you know point of sale stuff all, everywhere. Yeah. Like this well, is how. It'll be interesting is, 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 is if they do the same type of thing for FIFA in Europe because worldwide FIFA sells more than Madden. Yeah, and because they, everybody likes yeah, soccer. It's yeah. bullshit that they did it for Madden. Right. Ugh. Speaking of things that are bullshit, this is great. We'll just transition to more things that make me angry. Apparently, MTV's True Life is looking for people who are addicted to video games so they can run True Life. I'm addicted to games. The other, the other possible side of this podcast is just uh, Ugh. like this uh. is you know MTV, dear MTV. You're really not helping the stereotype that all we do is eat Cheetos in the basement and kill people on our weekends. Like, really, give us a break. Please. If MTV were to show music videos, we wouldn't lose anything. It's true. Remember when MTV stood for music television? What the I fuck happened to you? Go back to the good old days. Show what? me some music. That was and fun. And then apparently they started MTV2 to show music videos, and now that station no. doesn't even show music videos. That shows reruns of the shit that's on MTV. It's great. Yeah. The most redeeming thing MTV did in like the last 10 years was Pimp My Ride, and only because they put like hot tubs in the back of cars that should not have hot tubs. Because Exhibit is awesome. Right. <laughs> From an irony standpoint, that was awesome. Yeah. But other and than that... Speaking of Exhibit, EA needs to make a good version of Def, Def Jam on Next Jam. That'd be great. <laughs> One that doesn't suck, so I can be Exhibit and say, say sassy things while I punch guys Def in the face. But for New York, I put an ungodly amount of hours into that when I, back when I used to live with a roommate. We played that shit all the time. Throwing <laughs> people in front of subways never got old. Oh, God. Can we merge this with the next 50 Cent game somehow and make it all work together? If 50 Cent has guns and a bulletproof vest, though, you gotta watch out. That no, motherfucker that, will that, shoot that's you. That game has been on my list to rep for a while. Apparently, it's surprisingly awesome. Well, we'll call it Def Jam, the hunt for the second Crystal Skull. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. It's the other it's one. A game where as you shoot people, you get a multiplier, and then the people all like start letting on a fire. That's got to be Yeah, something. right. I'm good. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> that's the game that needed the demo. No, it should be Def Jam versus Indiana Jones. Psh, I'm making Jesus it. Jesus Christ. We're Crystal good. Skull Madness. See that? I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> we're good. We have, we have the... This is the, uh, the battle for the Crystal Skull. We could make a good game here. This could not suck. Um, <laughs> but this MTV True Life, like I'm addicted to video games, is going to be a bunch of dudes in Korea who are addicted to WoW. Like, well, anytime there's been any sort of video game addiction type story on like time or bullshit like that, it's always totally retarded. Of course it is because you know I like I want to sign up for this show just to be retarded. Like it's, people are just going to pretend they're addicted to games, or it's just well, going to be people. Anybody who might actually have a real problem probably isn't that interesting, and so they're not they're going to be the ones that they put on TV. Right. No. For instance, I have an alcoholism problem, but I'm not ready to admit it. So we're not going to. I'm not going to go on you know intervention. We're good. I've got some time. Look, you're not an alcoholic. <laughs> you're a drunk. All right. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I learned that from my friend Dan. <laughs> and I mean, seriously, though, like, if you take any hobby, right, any hobby that people get really into, you will find people who have problems and cannot oh, function normally because right. of it. Like, I guarantee somewhere in the States, there's a dude addicted to stamp collecting. Guaranteed. <laughs> How you've met my husband. He's <laughs> probably in Arkansas somewhere, and God knows what he does with his weekends. But in all seriousness, like, Really, we need a gamer addicts TV show to just fuel the fire. Like, why don't we just but let Fox like News talk about it? that? Features of the bullshit that 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 new gamer movie is that looks retarded. We're like, oh god, oh, I, I can't even remember what the trailer was, but it made me furious. That trailer made me want to punch babies. I'm not gonna lie. I seriously thought about just punting infants afterwards for about <laughs> an hour. So it's a really good image. The trailer <laughs> it was, was awesome. awesome. 
yeah i don't uh, i'm not i'm not on board with this like don't make us no. look worse on purpose please look at this point everybody plays a video game of some kind like mm. you office drones playing solitaire all day Congratulations, you're on a gateway drug. Like, one day, you might very well end up playing Peggle obsessively like the rest of Peggle us. Peggle is you know? a gateway hey, drug. They, free Cell, I think, is the actual gateway oh, drug. Free oh, Free Cell. Then they move to Free Cell, and then it's all over. Minesweeper. I mean, there's plenty of gateway drugs that come installed on your PC at this point. Like, you better watch out. You, too, could be a gamer addict. Vista addict. has a bunch. Of, Windows 7 and Vista have a bunch of new games on it, too, compared to XP. It's true. You, all, news at 11, your computer could be killing you. Like, I just... <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for the O'Reilly Factor special report. Yeah, just watch out. You come back after the break, and uh, so I, I, we have to move on because this is bleeding my brain one ounce at a time. <laughs> like this is making me dumber, um, and I'm already pretty stupid. So let's talk about let's talk about people who've spent six months making themselves essentially smarter for the sake of a video game. This is fantastic. Apparently, the the folks who are making scribble knots hired five people to do nothing but research words for six months. That's awesome. So, but I feel like they just could have contacted Hasbro and gone together with the Scrabble people. Right, I don't like, understand. I done that work. Maybe they were Possibly. afraid they were going to get words that people don't know. But let's be <laughs> honest, any game where you can have a pirate fight a ninja is fantastic, and I will yeah. say nothing bad about them for that. They have I, keyboard cat. They have keyboard cat. Right, I mean, any, any game where I can solve a problem by just saying bazooka or writing bazooka on my screen. I mean, really, that's how I want to solve problems in real life. Why doesn't that I, work? I wasn't sure about this game until I saw some of these videos. And, and the only thing that kind of is too bad is it's DS exclusive. I really, I think a PC version of this game would be amazing. Maybe they'll port it. I hope they do. Because it makes yeah. sense. It does make sense. I, unlike you guys, I have sort of grown out of portable gaming for whatever reason. And so I have a DS that I never play. I have a DS Lite that I never play. And so, to me, unless this game comes out for PC, I just don't know if I'm going to play it. And that's sad. That would make me cry inside. Like, this is... I'm really impressed with how ambitious and fun and fresh this looks. Like, even if I didn't think I was going to play it, I would still buy a copy to encourage it. Like, this is what the DS should be. The only thing I can't figure out is, is there, like, a single-player campaign? Or is it just, like, a bunch of random crap? I'm kind of hoping that after PAX we'll know a little bit more about it because yeah, I feel like true. that's the place yeah. that they should bring their game, um, and I'm hoping they're going to bring their game and people will get to play it and then we well, can read some. Well, I'm sure I'm sure the PA guys would love this game. Yeah, it's about words. Oh, like a loop right up, it's right up Tycho's alley. And yeah, Gabe loves drawing shit. So. Yeah, I was about to say Gabe might get a little scared, but Tycho knows words, so it could be okay. You know, it's practically a comic book anyway. Like, what what wouldn't they love about it? I mean, honestly. I mean, Look at this guy. Just the video front page is a dude in like a in a tractor or something pushing a whale. That right there already is an awesome image. That sounds like my morning. Um, but yeah, just, in all seriousness, I'm like, I'm really excited. Like this is this is one of those games where I'm like, this is what the DS should be. This is what I envisioned the DS being. Except I'm not clever enough to envision this game. Like, yeah. you know. But this is what it should be. You know, and and this is what it should take advantage of. Like it's, it's using all its attributes in a, in a meaningful way. And it's like, it's one of those games that you can kind of approach in a million different ways and it's fun and it's cute and it's, it's refreshing. It's like, Oh, I'm not, you know, playing Peggle or shooting dudes in the face. This is nice. This is different. This is one of those titles that really illustrates the difference between the PSP and the DS. And there's a reason I have a DS and not as PSP. A PSP is for portable, console titles a Mm -hmm. ds is for shit that could only be on ds i mean there's some ports and some other things but there are a lot of games on ds that are 
would not work in other spaces. They would just not work anywhere else, but they work there. Yeah. I have a, a good friend who bought a PSP the day it came out, give or take, specifically because they said Gran Turismo PSP coming up soon. Five <laughs> oh, years later, dude. they showed it at E3 this year, and in no release day or anything, he has, like, the most furious person ever about this entire situation with the PSP. Ooh, I, I'm sorry. that They didn't even show gameplay footage. They showed a CG no. trailer. Dude. That's and, like, a logo. I see that. So, like, I guess it's official, but Maybe. five more years? Like, <laughs> I'm not say how there's been three Forzas before freaking GT5 even comes out. Whoops. Oh, well. But no, PSP uh, Go or the the PSP version. It's it's October first alongside the PSP Go. Mm-hmm. It'll be out this oh. fall. It's actually coming out. That blows my mind. Realize his dream. That's that's what the, P- but, the but PSP I know is it's coming out. But is it actually coming out in October or is it just never coming out? No, know. it's coming out in October yeah. alongside the Go. That's what they said at the press conference. I know because you know I watched it. And I have a sneak suspicion. I watched it too, but I must have snoozed. I, I have a sneak suspicion it'll just be like a prologue version. It's probably going to... Oh, snap. A demo. I mean, what? Um, it'll be $40. It'll be a demo. The best it'll... thing... I, the funniest thing ever is that they made the GT5 Prologue a greatest hits title and reduced the price. That makes me laugh so hard. What, they reduced the price $10? Like, congratulations. Like, you're paying, still paying $30 for a demo. Way to go, people. It, ugh. But it's, the PSP is like a portable PS2. The DS is its own thing. It's not a portable GameCube. It's not a portable N64. It's it's a DS. Like it has its own kind of identity. Although, where, to be fair, I would love a portable N64. They tried that in the beginning with like a couple of the 64 games that they tried well, to port. Mario 64 didn't. So the controls were big problems with the original DS games. There's something yeah. about tactile. Like I need to be able True. to run with the D-pad. But like the DS is like its own thing. It's its own little console. It has its own kind of identity. Whereas the PSP doesn't really have that. And I think that's really where they're different. And the PSP, the PSP doesn't have scribble knots. So whoops, Sony. Sorry. But so you sad. couldn't do scribble knots on a PSP. Exactly. Just, there would be no way to do it. There's no scribbling. It defeats <laughs> no. the purpose. Like it's, you can't it scribble. Button knots. That's not fun. <clears throat> I don't want to play button knots. No. That's... And, and for 250 bucks, you might as well just buy a home console anyway, stupid fucking My, I could buy it yeah. two DSs. It'd be great. There are three home consoles still on the market you could buy for the price of a PSP Go. Ugh, that's disgusting. You could buy a Does DS and a PS2 for that much money. Wow. You could, you could, and you'd have access to a lot better games than are on PSP. Like Persona, I mean, what? I'm sorry. Um, all right, I think that about I think that about wraps up our news. Before I start talking yeah. about fusing and the fox, because we're friends still. Um, all right, so next week, send us listener mail to podcast at somothercastle dot com because I was afraid that if I didn't save the listener mail for Leah, she would stab me in the eye with a pencil. No, so it'll it's a little upsetting. I kind of wanted to answer some people's questions in a really yeah. I, I would like to too, but you know, apparently we're not as good as Leo. I'm sorry, but you guys don't have boobs. I can't help you. I don't know what to tell you. Oh. Thanks. <laughs> sorry, I just showed up with a penis. That was the best I could do on short notice. Um, you're gonna have to do better next time. Where did this go? What just happened? Oh God, penis made it into the podcast. It's out of control. That's right. I hijacked your shit at the last minute. I'm losing control of this coming. podcast. All right. So for listener mail, podcast at someothercastle.com. Find us on the MS Xbox World forums under the Xbox 360 news stuff. There's a some other castle podcast thread. 
visit us on the internet find us on twitter you know stalk us it's totally fine we like it uh, we're everywhere we're, it's true uh, so until next time thank you dan and evan for hanging out appreciate that nope. for bringing your penises to the party as it were hopefully one day we can show them to leah wait wait <laughs> oh, we're gonna go now uh, wait so- you haven't yet Okay, so kids, we'll see you next time. I'm going to manage the penises. Bye-bye. I'm gonna, oh, son of a motherless goat. Let's be honest, the good blonde's always tasty. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Thank you, I'll be here all week. Seven o'clock show is still different from the nine o'clock show. I hope that was being recorded. <laughs> Have you ever been to a strip club? Do you know how hard it is to get the smell of stripper off of you? I've it never tried. Awesome. It does not I, had, I, I tried Ajax mixed with like industrial strength stuff that I stole from my wife's lab and it didn't come off. You it's, need to jump in like a chemical shower. Like you will smell like bad. a stripper for weeks. Apparently, I, this is good information for me to know. No, you, you know, like being a Batman when Joker falls into that vat of chemicals. That's <laughs> you have to clean it off with acid. You have to wipe yeah. off your skin. Start over. Oh, down at Fraggle Rock. <laughs> did you just clap? That's awesome. Wow. You best fucking believe I that did. That was fucking was awesome. amazing. Oh my god. <laughs> You just fraggled up that fraggle rock right there. Uh, oh, that rock. Yeah, fraggled up that rock. I think that might be an episode title. I'll fraggle your rock. <laughs> oh, I'll fra- oh. <laughs> I got your fraggle rock right here. I got your fraggle right here. <laughs> I'm pointing at everything. I just want to be clear that penises just overran the podcast at the last minute. That was great. I'm not going to lie. Secret slowly, we were driving the podcast towards that all night. Towards penises? I- <laughs> driving? That's what we do with penises. That's how it rolls. They, you drive I'm not going to lie. I got up in the middle of a news story to get another beer. I'm not surprised by that. I knew like, that was going to happen. Like cattle, cattle drive. We use them as like whips. That's horrifying. <laughs> I, I, this is an Indiana Jones porn movie just popped into my head. It happened. It's more, of a, oh more of a prod than a whip. But, oh, you know, don't prod the cattle. Oh. You know, you just talked about prodding cattle with your penis. That just happened. Oh, God. I was totally waiting for Cammy to come out and, like, demo-style savvy with... Oh, with her, her pants. Hair. Yeah. Like, ribbons in her hair and all kinds of shit going on. Maybe she would have purple versions of the hammer pants. Oh, dear sweet God. She just walks out singing, too legit, too legit to quit. <laughs> I was hoping for it. I really was. I'm overwhelmed. Like, the break is, like you know long enough like i could just take the entire break conversation and make it an outtake and be like here you go have some 80s all up in your face it's only hard if you're drunk that that actually doesn't work that way does it i thought it was the opposite oh that's wrong uh, it's, it's only a hard target if you're drunk otherwise it's an easy target oh i see now i i'm confused are we talking about the fraggles again i'm scared <laughs> This is why this is rated M for mature. I'm just (laughs) because of you, motherfuckers.